Good evening. You're listening to Kate Tahoe. It's time for The Bright Side with Alexis Robin. Good evening and happy Monday, everybody. It is a beautiful, chilly winter day in Lake Tahoe. It is a little chilly out. It is a little, a little chilly out, today. which is good because I think the mountains are blowing snow, so that's good. Uh, so today we're talking about why taking care of yourself is the nicest thing you can do for other people. Okay. And I, every time I bring up this topic, I, it's all, I get lots of mixed reviews. Last night before I went to bed, on uh, I posted on Facebook, why is taking care of ourselves so hard? Or why is, excuse me, I said, why is putting ourselves first so hard? And I got a myriad of responses. Um, The one, the male, the token male who um, wrote (laughs) in, he wrote, because you've been raised right. (laughs) I think that's interesting. okay. Because because a lot of times people say that men are much better at putting themselves first than women. Because they, you know, typically they take care of themselves and, you know, they do what they need to do. And then they use the leftover energy to take care of others. And women kind of as a, as a role are taught that taking care of yourself or putting yourself first um, is, can be selfish and that we shouldn't do it. And a lot of times we're taught that um, I had someone else say that it was um, that doing that is the right thing to do because, you know, when we were children, we got nurtured, so now it's our turn to nurture. I had someone say that it's the right thing to do with children, but not with adults. Um, I, ha- I mean, it's just really fascinating. It's always such a tough subject, and there's um, a lot of times people will... Um, will write in and, you know, or will really push back on me when I talk about, I, I suggest that they put themselves first. It's like, that's wrong. That's selfish. We should always put others first. So today we're going to talk about uh, why taking care of yourself is the nicest thing you can do for others. And we're going to look at it through three lenses, through okay. work, through spouse, and through children, you know, with children and work. Uh, we're going to look at why people do this, why they put themselves last. We're going to look at uh, what the result is when you put yourself last all the time. Uh, we're going to talk real quickly about the difference between self-indulgence and self-care because uh, we're not trying to breed narcissists here. We are <laughs> trying to create healthy humans and, uh, and then why we should change. So, um, so that's what we're going for today. Um, a couple of the other uh, responses were because making others happy makes us happy. Uh, someone else said it was because it was conditioning. And a few people said, I'm still trying to figure it out. Uh, <laughs> That's an honest but, answer. Yeah, so it's really interesting. I mean, I love, I love when, uh, when I post stuff on Facebook and I, I'm able to use the, uh, the instant research overnight for, uh, for the show. <laughs> so, um, so let's talk about putting yourself uh, first at work. I think... Um, why do we do this? I think people put themselves first at work a lot of times because they f- they feel like it's a badge of courage, right? It's like this idea that if I, you know, if I put work first and I work all weekend and people are going to notice how valuable I am and how important I am and um, you know, and no, I <laughs> I'm so good at your my job and and all that. And so we do this in an effort many times in an effort to um, create or improve our own value in the workplace. You know, if I if I'm working like a dog all the time someone's going to notice well um the the thing is that can go two ways right someone can notice that you work all the time and so they can continue to pile the work on you because they know you'll just continue to do it uh they might appreciate the fact that you work very hard they might feel intimidated by the fact that you're working five hours more a day than they are and feel frustrated by that because they feel like now they have to perform at that level 
Or you might be teaching your customers. I mean, do you know people who answer their emails all weekend long and who check their phones and who are always available, like in the vein of customer service? Yeah, me. (laughs) Good. So Jen's going to learn from today's show. So a lot of times um, what happens is, especially if we work for a small company or we work for ourselves, um, there's this idea that I have to be available 100% of the time because if not, I'm giving poor service. But the reality is, is that if you're available 100% of the time, you're never taking time to replenish yourself. You're never taking time to rejuvenate. And you're actually giving your clients a worse result and a worse product than if you are taking time away and coming back to them refreshed. So um, you're also showing clients by being available 100% of the time that you don't value yourself, that you don't value your own time. Now, um, now, many of you might be listening and feeling like, well, that's not true. I do that for my clients because I really care. And part of the problem is the way we think about taking care of ourselves and taking care of others is that, well, I really care about my clients, so I'm going to put them first. Um, but when you do, you're, you know, over time, you burn out. Yeah. And when you burn out, you get sick. And sometimes when you get sick, you get to the point where you can't even work. And if you're not good at taking care of yourself in the first place, then it takes you longer to recover because you're not sure how to do that. <laughs> and it's kind of a vicious circle. So um, so if you're working extra hours and overtime and all of that um, in an effort to improve your value and to gain people's approval, um, what you might be doing, and this isn't for all the cases, but I want you to look at it through this lens, is that you might be telling people you know, or showing people that you don't feel that you are as important as your work. Interesting. And, uh, and, you know, I think that it's important to set boundaries and to show people that, yeah, I am as important as my work. And the reason why I'm good at my work is because I take the weekends off or my days off here. A lot of people work on the weekends, uh-huh. so that may not apply. But, um, but I take my two days off or I rest or when I go home, I shut down the computer. That's, now, you know, you bring up a good point, though, here. And having experiences before where sometimes, especially if you're in the hospitality industry, your days off might be Wednesday, Thursday. Right. And that if you're dealing with people out of the area who are most areas on a more traditional work week, uh-huh. that does become kind of difficult. Right. Where you only have three of their work days. And I think maybe that's where a lot of people got into that habit of checking those voicemails and the emails, um, especially if you have non-traditional days off. Yeah, so um, so that's, you know, and again, there's a million different excuses why you shouldn't put yourself first, and I've heard all of them, um, <laughs> that, that being one of them, is, and it's true, sometimes you have to, and with all the shows, you know, one of the things I talk about in all of my classes and all my teaching and coaching is this idea of the 80-20 rule, right? So uh-huh. do the right thing 80% of the time, and that leaves you 20% of the time for those moments when you fall off the wagon, you work 20 hours straight, you've got a big giant you know, project ahead of you that needs to get done. Um, you know, it, We can't be 100% perfect all the time, and I certainly don't promote that. But what I do say is you know, make the 80-20 in your favor, not in <laughs> the opposite, right? So you shouldn't be putting yourself out there and killing yourself 80% of the time and leaving yourself 20 minute, or 20% of the time to try to rejuvenate because it doesn't work. You'll never get back to, re- to health and to um, that vibrant life that you're looking for. Sure. So, um, 
so you think about that for work. So why? So that's some of the reasons why people do that at work. Now, when you think about um, why people do this with spouses, it's often um, it often starts in a place of service, right? Uh-huh. Servant, you know, servant love. It's this idea of like I want to take care of my husband, I want to take care of my wife, I want to put them first, I want to do nice things for them, and it's all good in moderation. However, when you stop taking care of yourself and you only focus on taking care of your spouse, what happens over time is you tend to become bitter. And it happens, you know, slowly and you don't notice it at first. And you try to mask the bitterness with this idea that you're doing the right thing, that you're being a good husband, that you're being a good wife. And, you know, that's what a good wife does is she puts her husband first. Well, the reality is, is that if you stop taking care of yourself, your health can suffer. You, you know, I know uh, I have people in my life that I know who just stop taking care of themselves. They don't like do their hair anymore. They never wear makeup. They don't get dressed up. They don't, you know, and it's like whether you're a man or a woman, like your spouse wants to see you dolled up. Like on a weekend, sure, wear your sweats all day. Who cares? But like if you're going to go out, like yeah. they want to see you dolled up. They married you because, you know, you were this vibrant, lovely person. And when you stop taking care of yourself, you know, you kind of diminish, for lack of a better term, you diminish the product for the person <laughs> who you married. And so, <laughs> I mean, we're not products. I know that. So for those of you getting all worked up about it, you know. <laughs> Don't don't waste your time. But but it's you know, when you stop taking care of yourself, that's no good for your spouse either. No. I mean, who wants a frumpy husband who never takes care of himself? That would not be good. Right? Nobody nobody wants that. That you want the husband who's all fresh because he's gone and exercised or he's um or he's taken a nap and so he's ready to help and do what he you know, he wants to do versus the one who's like all despondent and bummed <laughs> out because all he's been doing is fixing the yard for you all day. <laughs> Or, you know, shuffling garbage, right? So t- so we often do this from a place of love with a spouse. Um, but the reality is, is that um, when we don't take care of ourselves, then our spouse has to take care of us. Yeah. Right? So, sure. um, so if you never take care of yourself and then years later you get sick because you never took care of yourself, you never ate the right stuff, you never got any exercise, you never did anything to relax and reduce your stress, then your spouse ends up having to take care of you anyway. So that whole idea of being loving and putting them first backfires. Out the window. Out the window. And, so, um, and then lastly with children. Now this is probably the most sensitive topic. And this is where a lot of moms get really you know, feisty when I talk about this, but putting yourself first is important for children to see. And people will say, well, they're children. They can't take care of themselves. They can't do anything. They need me. Of course they need you. And should you put yourself first at their expense? No. But if you are starving when you get home and your kids need lunch, you know, if you stop for one minute and get yourself a string cheese or have a quick apple before you start making their lunch, chances are you're going to make them a healthier, nicer, prettier looking lunch than if you're starving and you try to just throw some microwave chicken fingers on the tray with some pretzels and call it lunch because you're so hungry like the last thing you can think of is making their lunch. Right? So oftentimes 
If you put yourself first, even if it's just for a moment, for something basic like eating or, you know, how many of us moms like hold off going to the restroom because we want to get our kids like fed, put to bed, read a book. It's like, you know, go to the bathroom and then come back and relax with your children. It's, you know, it's not about putting them first at your own expense. And so, um, so even though it feels like children can't take care of themselves and they'll suffer from, you know, your lack of taking care of them or taking care of yourself, they won't. They will learn from you how to take care of themselves when they're older. And if all you've ever taught your child is self-sacrifice and always putting everyone in front of you and you never put yourself in front of anyone else, then guess what your child's going to do when they grow up? Same thing. Same thing. They are going to put themselves last every single time. Why? Because you taught them by modeling it for them. So if you want your child to grow up and put themselves first at least some of the time, you have to show them how. And you have to tell them why that's important. You know, oftentimes my kids will be like, play a game with me, play a game with me. And I'll say, you know what? I need 15 minutes to take care of myself so that when I do play with you, I can be present. (coughs) And that I can have fun with you instead of just stopping everything I'm doing and doing it right now because you're asking me. I want to enjoy it. Exactly. And kids understand that. We don't give them enough credit. So... um, so the results, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but the results when, um, when we are putting ourselves last is that at work we're not fresh, we don't innovate, we're not nimble thinkers, and we're constantly in this state of fight or flight uh-huh. where we're in narrow focus. So coming up with creative solutions is nearly impossible because we're in that narrow focus. Um, So it becomes very hard. We also burn out. We get sick. We're unable to work. We're unpracticed in taking care of ourselves if we put ourselves last all the time. So it takes even longer to recover and get back in the saddle, which is, you know, worse sometimes for our customers than having to wait a little bit so you could have rest during the regular, you know, regular work week. Yeah. So the result when you put yourself last with spouses is that over time there's bitterness. You can lose your health. You stop taking care of yourself. Uh, you stop taking care of how you look because you're so busy taking care of everybody else. Good point. Right? And then lastly, with your children, um, you and I can speak from experience on this. And so when you put yourself last with your children, the result is is that instead of being all friendly and warm and loving and giving to your children, you snap at them. Yeah. You're tired. You're hungry. You know, you haven't gone to the bathroom in six hours and you had eight cups of coffee like you're dying. And you, you know, you don't treat them the way that you want to treat them. You don't react to them. You can't handle things the way you can handle them when you've given yourself the time that you need. Exactly. And so you need to be, you know, more patient that way. So why should we change uh, and put ourselves first? One, it improves your relationships at work. You know, you take care of yourself and you're nicer at work. You're less snappy and cranky and snarky so that other people like being around you and want to help you. Uh, You're less stressed, which allows you to be in that wide focus. You're better able to find solutions and become innovative at um, creating solutions and problem solving at work. And you don't go out on, you know, 10 days of sick leave because you absolutely burned yourself out to the maximum. Yeah. Right? With your spouse, why you should change is that when you're taking care of yourself, you're fully available to them when they need you. 
you become fully available to them when they need you. So when they do come home and they've had a bad day and they're like, I just can't cook tonight. I can't do anything. All I need to do is lay on the couch. You can say, hey, guess what? I'm in. No problem. I'll handle everything. You sit down. Let me get you a glass of wine. Like, just relax. I can do this. Because you've taken care of yourself and you don't mind. Yeah. Otherwise, you come home and you're like, oh, really? You can't cook tonight? <laughs> well, neither can I. You know, then you order a pizza. So, um, and then your spouse doesn't have to worry about you because they trust that you're taking care of yourself. Because often we think like, oh, if I put everyone first, that's great. But then everybody worries about you because you never take care of yourself. Yeah. And then uh, last but not least, if you're taking care of yourself, you're able to become more appreciative of the things that they do do for you and your spouse. And you're able to leave space for them to actually love and nurture you. Exactly. You know, these people who go through life, and you might be listening, where you're always taking care of everybody else and you never leave people the opportunity to take care of you, you're not doing them a favor. It helps people's well-being to take care of others. And so if you're one of these people who never receives help, then it's actually you're doing a disservice to the people you love. Let them help you. And last but not least with the kids here, um, why you should change and put yourself first is because number one, if you hear nothing else on the show and you're a parent, it's because modeling how to take care of yourself will teach them how to take care of themselves in the future. You can tell them all day to take care of themselves and put them first. And if you don't, they won't. Because they won't know how. They won't even know what it looks like. Okay? Number two, you'll be more available to them. When they want to play a game, when they're having a bad day, when the kids are fighting, you'll be able to come at it from a relaxed place versus this really stressed out, angry place. You'll be able to respond more lovingly to them. And you'll be able to improve your patience. And what kids don't want to be responded to in a loving way or have a mom or dad that's more patient? I mean, I know my kids do. Yeah. (laughs) So I work really hard to take care of myself so I can be available for them. And I tell them that. Like, I go work out so I can live a long life. And I think that's really important. So um, so that's why taking care of yourself is the nicest thing you can do for other people. So if you're in that state where you're constantly putting everybody first, especially in this busy holiday season, take a deep breath and think of one way today, just one tiny way that you could put yourself before everybody else for just a moment. Ooh, and I forgot to tell you, the difference between self-indulgence and, uh, and self-care we're not talking about being narcissistic here. So this is, it's not about indulging yourself at other people's expenses and, you know, luxuriating and ignoring your kids while they're starving to death and you take an hour long bath. I mean, this is not what we're talking about. So, you know, if you don't go there with it, um, it's self care. It's, you know, saying you can wait 10 minutes before I make you lunch. You're not going to die of starvation to wait 10 more minutes so that I can take care of what I need to do. Um, Or you can go sit and watch cartoons and get yourself a muffin out of the fridge or something while I sleep in a little bit. You won't die of starvation if I don't get up with you at 6 a.m. on a Saturday. So so a little bit of difference there, and I think that's important to know. This has been The Bright Side with Alexis Robin and Jennifer Scanio on KTHO 96.1 FM, 590 AM. And if you'd like to learn more about this kind of stuff, you can check out our blog on nourishlifecoaching.com forward slash blog. Or you can download our new iPhone or Droid app. I tried to. I need to update my iPhone, though. 
oh no yes so it's <laughs> yeah. if you want go to the website nourishlifecoaching.com and there's a link to itunes that'll help you uh download it there's also a link to the droid app that'll help you download it it's like having a little life coach in your pocket and it's free <laughs> that's right free free is good <laughs> you don't even have to pay 99 cents <laughs> so Excellent. Well, thanks so much. Have Thank a wonderful you. week. We'll see you next week. You Monday. too. You've been listening to Alexis Robin with the Bright Side here on K Tahoe.